welcome to the league melanated gentlemen podcast i'm spencer i'm one of your hosts on this podcast and it brings me great joy to let you know who i'm here with and i'm here with the other members of the league of melanated gentlemen and you know we might be back in a review season uh we might be you know it might be time for us to start you know watching the content and giving you our feelings about it Yes, sir. This is Brandon. And of course, I'm Jordan. Now, before we start reviewing the content, uh, we got to tell you about some things. You know, if you've been here before, you may have heard about these things. You may already be a part of these things. But if you're not, shame. Jordan's going <laughs> to tell you how you can fix it. Yeah, so of course, we are on social media. This is 2024. You know, everybody's there. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, x um instagram youtube and we are all at the league of melanated gentlemen podcast um you can find all three of our amazing podcasts there so uh feel free to drop in there uh let's join in on conversations and uh let's just talk let's just be friends um we also we are also love when you rate and review us so whatever streaming service you use uh be sure and rate and review us on that we love some reviews we love people uh honestly i play sports so i love being critiqued and so I, I love just finding out about what people think about the podcast. So, yeah, that's where you can find all of that. And then scheduling updates. Of course, we have our episodes come out on Mondays. Those are on the main podcast feed. We are almost at episode 100, which is crazy to me. But, uh, yeah. And then on Wednesdays, we have Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. That is Brandon's sure. wrestling podcast where you can you know check out the latest and greatest reviews on the matches for the weeks. Uh, Brandon even reviewed a movie the other day, uh, The Iron Claw, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so there you go. You can get some, you know, catch up on what's going on in the world of entertainment, uh, wrestling, wrestling entertainment, entertainment, sports wrestling. entertainment. But yeah, either way, uh, sports is kind of loose term for that, uh, for wrestling. But I mean, I hey, guess... man, don't, don't, you lucky we're not in the same space. <laughs> <laughs> there are some pretty good actors, that's all. Um, yeah. and then is it, uh, uh, is it this Friday? No, nah, next Friday. Next Friday. You can check out DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. That is Spencer's review podcast where he reviews all of DC animated movies. Spencer, what movie is up next? Uh, we will be reviewing Justice League Gods and Monsters. There you have it. I don't think I've seen that one yet, but I need to check that one out myself. You got so, time. Yeah, I do. So what I'm going to do, what you should do, too, is, you know, watch the movie. And then when Friday comes around, you know, check out the review on that one. Uh, you can check out the movies on HBO Max. We're, that's not a sponsor. That'd be amazing if it was a sponsor. But it's now that HBO one, Max. It's just called Max. That one specifically, I think, might be on Amazon. Oh, really? What? Yeah, like that one. I I wasn't. I don't think I watched it on Max. It was weird. Like, I was looking for it, and it was not there. I did watch it. And uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I hope you hope you had watched it. I did. I did, in fact, watch it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why, but uh, it's it's a part of the official list of DC animated movies. So I don't know why it wasn't. On yeah, Max, but I whatever. looked it up. I Googled it and it just shows Amazon. So that is uh, that's strange. 
yeah mm-hmm. uh so watch it on amazon well there you have it um hopefully you have amazon video if not i mean what are you doing with your life you need amazon prime first of all who don't got that if not you know um, somebody with amazon so you're good right we don't condone uh sharing but uh, i mean if he's gonna be out there go ahead and do it go to somebody's house who has it there you go i'm not saying you need to borrow somebody's password or anything I'm just saying, if you know somebody, then uh, make it happen. Do whatever you need to do to support the podcast. There you go. So that is everything you need to know about us. And uh, yeah, that's everything. Now, uh, the newest and not going to be newest for long, uh, MCU hotness is uh, the Disney Plus MCU hotness is uh, what if season two. Uh, we will be talking about that today, as I'm sure you knew by the title. Uh, I am going to read a synopsis in my own words of each episode, and then we're just going to discuss it. Jordan, if you would do me a favor and run the spoiler warning. Spencer, I normally would, but I have to tell you, we have entered the new age. I am going to initiate a new project. I'm going to initiate Project Libra. Oh, new so, year, new league. Okay, new year, new league. So, if you don't know what Project Libra is, that is our new AI. So, you know, Tony has his Jarvis and Friday, and you know, whichever other one he has. I was like, oh, we need our own. So, initiating Project Libra, and Libra stands for the League's Interactive Brother Ready for Assistance. Um, I love that little acronym. It's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but we we uh, we entered the new world. So. Initiating Project Libra now. Hi, I'm Libra, short for the League's interactive brother ready for assistance. Whenever the gentlemen need me, I will be there. Excuse me, gentlemen, but there is a strange phenomenon happening. I think it's a spoiler. Proceed with caution. And with that out of the way, thank you, Libra. We are going to discuss What If Season 2. Episode 1. What if... Nebula joined the Nova Corps. We open on Xandar with Nebula as a member of the Nova Corps finding Yondu's dead body. We learn that Ronan the Accuser was able to successfully betray and defeat Thanos. Nebula was recruited by the by Nova Prime, and in order to stop Ronan from destroying Xandar, a shield was put up which caused isolation. Nebula and Yondu had a bit of a history, and Nebula is able to get Yondu's Whistler. I honestly do not know what that thing is called. I call it the Whistler. Yeah, Uh, I don't know either. Okay. Well, good. Uh, Nebula gets orders from Nova Prime to follow her instincts and save Xandar from destruction. Nebula goes to see Howard the Duck and Kolg, and she is able to find out that... The Whistler is holding the key to take down the planet's shield. Nebula goes to the prison to break out Yon-Rog for help to destroy it. Uh, They make it to the mainframe core and Nebula connects to it and then Yon-Rog hits her with the old double cross because he's still working for Ronin. Turns out Nova Prime was behind it all along. Nebula gets her ass beat but she is able to survive and make it back to the casino and she gets some help and some guns. 
she and the squad bust into Novacore, and it turns out that it was Nebula who came through with the triple cross. Uh, she knew something wasn't right, so she caused the shield to close on Ronan's ship, destroying it and stopping the invasion. Nova Prime tries to run, but ends up dying in the chase. Episode 2. What if Peter Quill attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes? We open with the military attacking a UFO that ended up landing in New York. Out of its steps, a young and powerful Peter Quill. We learn that Yondu gives Peter to Ego and gives him the keys to take over the universe. Peggy Carter and Howard Stark know that he's going to be a problem, so they assemble a team. Hank Pym is called in along with T'Chaka, Goliath, Winter Soldier, and Dr. Wendy Lawson. They head to Coney Island, where Peter is just having a good old time. Uh, they attack him, and things aren't going well, when suddenly Thor shows up and he's able to detain him. Turns out that Peter has already destroyed the other realms. Hope Van Dyne bonds with him and lets him out. They have a discussion about how to handle the situation, and Hope makes them promise not to kill Peter. Ego isn't able to reach Peter anymore, so he decides to go to Earth himself. The military, Thor, Black Panther, and Goliath fight him, but it's not looking good. Winter Soldier tries to execute him, but uh, when Winter Soldier tries to execute Peter, uh, but Howard is able to talk him down, and Ant Man is able to convince Peter to go help stop Ego. Ego tells Peter that he killed his mother, so Peter hits Ego with the spirit gun, and we're done here. At least for now. The team is having dinner and Thor says, uh, I need to go back and finish this once and for all. And everybody's like, okay, when are we leaving? Episode three, what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? We open with the Avengers fighting somebody. Uh, it's Christmas Eve and Happy Hogan is in charge of security for an Avengers Tower Christmas party. Justin Hammer shows up to steal the Hulk's blood, with which Tony has been experimenting. Happy is able to use the vents to get into the room with the Hulk blood and accidentally injects himself. Happy starts slowly transforming into a purple Hulk monster. He isn't able to get a hold of the Avengers, but he is able to get a hold of Darcy. He has to bring her, or we have to all bring Jarvis back online. So he asks Darcy to do that, but she gets captured. Happy is able to save her and fight Justin Hammer, who has taken over the Hulkbuster suit. The Avengers do then arrive, and Justin Hammer is defeated. Episode 4. What if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? We open with the Season 1 Squad's Gamora's universe. During the Avengers 1 New York fight, Iron Man does not make it back through the wormhole. Iron Man ends up on Sakaar with the Grandmaster. Iron Man is made to stay and watch intergalactic NASCAR, and it's very violent. Iron Man attempts to save Kulg and gets attacked by Gamora. The Grandmaster subdues Iron Man and Gamora and locks them in a room with Kulg. Gamora explains that she was sent by Thanos to kill Tony, so Tony and Kulg escape, and they leave Gamora in the room. Tony decides to stop the Grandmaster, so he enlists the help of Valkyrie. 
Iron Man challenges the Grandmaster to a race, and the winner gets to rule Sakaar. During the race, Iron Man convinces Gamora to stop living only for Thanos, and he is able to win the race. Valkyrie becomes the king of Sakaar, and Iron Man tries to head home, but Gamora still had, you know, to take care of that. But, through the power of friendship, he is able to convince her to make a deal. So, they arrive um, on Thanos' doorstep and enact a plan to kill him. Episode 5. What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? We open with the Avengers, led by Peggy Carter, uh, fighting the Chitauri in New York. The Captain and Black Widow go out on a mission where they find the Hydra Stomper manned by none other than Steve Rogers. The Captain learns from Nick Fury and Black Widow that Steve was likely captured and reprogrammed by the Red Room. Bucky Barnes, the Secretary of State, is attacked by the Hydra Stomper, uh, and the Captain shows up right on time. The Captain is able to incapacitate Steve, and Black Widow takes them to a safe house in Scotland, where they learn that the suit is the only thing keeping Steve alive. Each time the suit is turned on, it significantly lowers the chance of survival for Steve. So the Captain wants to go to the Red Room and see if there's a cure for this. Steve wakes up and offers to take them there. They get attacked by the robotic neighborhood, and Melina shows up revealing that it was a trap all along. Though, through the power of love, the captain is able to break Steve out of the brainwashing, and he sacrifices himself to destroy the Red Room. Black Widow manages to use a grappling hook to take Melina along for the ride. The captain is about to hit the road when suddenly she is dropped into a portal where she meets an alternate version of Nick Fury and Scarlet Witch saying that they need to save the queen. Episode 6. What if Kahori reshaped the world? We open with Ragnarok. Asgard is being destroyed and the Tesseract finds a new world. Kahori and her little brother are out frolicking and come across the Forbidden Lake, which got its name because it made people come up missing. Gunshots are heard and they find their home being ransacked by the white man. They are chased and end up finding a glowing lake. Kahori gets shot into the glowing lake and at the bottom, there's the Tesseract. So she is uh, sucked into a portal, teleported to what is being called the Sky World, which is where all of the people have been disappearing to. It is explained that it explained to her that the people that went missing got teleported to the Sky World. Of course, she wants to go back and help her family, but leaving Sky World is not looking like an option. So she starts to understand how the powers work, and you know she starts to, you know, do a running for stones, a little hunting for stones. Uh, the white men show up in Skyworld and they start attacking, but Kahori ain't having it. Uh, she's able to subdue the invaders and pulls the portal down so that she can go home and save her people. Skyworld shows up and the people are able to defeat the white man. Uh, Skyworld then pulls up 
to the Queen of Spain and basically says, there will be peace with or without you. And then Strange Supreme shows up. Episode 7, what if Hela found the Ten Rings? We open with Hela and Odin on their conquest of the Nine Realms, but Hela wants more. For her insolence, Odin casts her out and enchants her crown. So Hela lands in China with Wenwu. Due to the enchantment, Hela is unable to don the crown. Wenwu has Hela join him for dinner because he sees a warrior in her and he's intrigued. Of course, she tries to steal the Ten Rings, but is unsuccessful. She does steal a horse, and she makes her way to Talo. She convinces Talo to recruit her, and Heimdall reports to Odin that he is no longer able to see Hela. Hela realizes that she doesn't want revenge. She wants freedom from being controlled. It is at that point that she really begins to learn the ways of Talo. Odin attacks Wenwu, thinking that he killed Hela, but then Hela shows up. So Odin is like, Dear daughter, join your king and we shall rid the world of these troglodytes and take Midgard for Asgard. And Hela's like, mm, no. So Hela and Wenwu get to work. Hela offers mercy to Odin because, you know, there's no need for further bloodshed. And this allows her to get her powers back. So she takes the throne of Asgard and she creates an alliance with the Ten Rings to build an empire of peace. Episode 8, what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? We open in 1602 where Loki is delivering a monologue. An incursion opens and Queen Hela is sucked into it. The captain is unable to stop it from happening, and the newly crowned King Thor blames her and wants her captured. We see that their world was ending, and the captain was summoned to try to save it. But, since the captain wasn't able to do it immediately, she's a fugitive now. Wanda mentions that there's a forerunner that is causing the incursions, and the captain goes to visit Tony Stark. He needs the time stone in order to figure out who that person is, so the captain goes to find the outlaw Steve Rogers, Bucky, and Scott Lang to run a heist. They are attacked by Happy Hogan, and the captain surrenders so that everyone else can escape. She is imprisoned, which allows her to get Bruce out of prison and help with the cause. They all show up at Thor's court, where an incursion opens, so the squad begins the fight. Scarlet Witch attempts to hold off the incursion, and the squad is luckily able to get the scepter to Tony Stark, and he's able to put it in the machine. It is revealed that Steve Rogers is the forerunner, and, you know, there's a touching moment. But he arrived because in his fight with Thanos, he accidentally hit the Time Stone. He is returned to his universe, and the captain gets a visit from Strange Supreme. Episode 9. What if Strange Supreme intervened? We open in 1602 with Strange Supreme and the captain. Strange Supreme takes the captain to his sanctum, where he shows her that he has been collecting universe killers. 
One has escaped, and he needs the captain to find her. The captain goes out and finds Kahori, who tells the captain that Strange Supreme is trying to capture people to bring back his own universe, which he is responsible for the destruction of. The captain tries to make Strange Supreme stop, but of course, he ain't having it. So she releases a bunch of prisoners, and there's a riot as a distraction. So they move toward the forge, and Strange Supreme starts the forge, and they end up fighting. Strange Supreme attempts again jutsu. It doesn't work. Uh, as Strange Supreme is dropping everybody into the forge, uh, the falling off starts, and they just start giving weapons to the captain, being like, hey, please use anything we got to help you, because there's nothing we can do. So yeah, here you go. We're going to give you everything we have. Make it happen. Kick his ass. Strange Supreme turns into a dragon demon, and after some more fighting, Strange Supreme ends up falling into the forge. Strange Supreme was successfully able to restore his world, but sacrificed himself in order to do it. And that is the second season of What If. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah, that was that was a long, that was a long one for sure. Like you had to cover nine episodes, and I tried to keep it tight. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess let's do thoughts. I can go first. Um. Uh, yet again, wasn't <laughs> impressed with what if. Um, I will say watching this felt like a chore. Hmm. Talk to. I just I. And that's the thing. I wasn't excited about it to begin with. Um, I wasn't necessarily super... Well, I was actually kind of excited about the first season of What If because I thought we were going to get some like really good stories. Some What uh, If stuff. Some real yeah. What If stuff. But these were, you know, mid and you know, Benedict Cumberbatch can't help but to end up being a villain. Man. But, yeah, I just um, it was eh. Like, not impressive. There were a couple of them that I was like, okay, I fucks with this. But I I can't say that I just really enjoyed it. It was uh I had to I had to power through this. <laughs> uh it wasn't something that I I moved up the list. I watched this for you. I did not watch this for me. Because uh <laughs> Yeah, it just, uh, it exists. It happened. I can say very safely that it doesn't have strong rewatchability, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see myself revisiting any of this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, it's one of those things I'm like, is this what we're doing? This is what we're spending time and resources on like and especially in a what if situation you could literally do anything it's what if you can yeah. do anything yeah. and uh yeah it was just all right so well uh kind of like we normally do so what would you give it on a scale of 10 we'll talk about it before and after five and a half damn okay that's tough uh, Brandon, you want to go? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I don't have... I'll keep it short, but 
<clears throat> yeah. Um, I think this is better than season one. I'll give it that. There wasn't as many miss. There wasn't as many episodes that was just like, okay, this is rough. The ones that weren't weren't the best were at least like, okay, there's something here at least. You know what I mean? Like the Iron Man episode. At least I got to see Tony Stark again. I got to see Robert, you know, Robert Downey Jr. in it uh, play the character again. Okay. I don't didn't, think Robert Downey Jr. voiced him. I, was I, like, did. I didn't think that sounded like him. That sounded like the, are we talking about the Christmas episode? The uh, Grandmaster episode. Yeah, Grandmaster episode. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the... I think... <laughs> There were three people who didn't reprise from what I could hear. It didn't sound like Tony Stark, even though it was a good or it was a good Robert Downey Jr. impression. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve, it wasn't Chris for Steve. And I don't think that was the actor for Win Woo. I think everybody else reprised. Mm. Okay, that sounded like um, like Robert. So, yeah, if it, it wasn't good for him. Um but yeah, it was just good to see Iron Man again. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed the 1602 episode. That was probably the standout for me. Um, just because I got to see Steve. Got to see I'll Peggy. say you got to see Steve actually do stuff. <laughs> yeah, I got to see Steve again, man. Now, the heartbreaking thing, I just I had to lose Steve again. Like, all over again. I had to lose him. So, it sucked. But uh, seeing Peggy, that was cool. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow was absolutely Poison Ivy from Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. Like I just, it just sounded like Poison Ivy to me. Like it didn't sound like Scarlett Johansson. It didn't sound. It it just sounded. I just heard Poison Ivy. Also, I looked up. Yeah, that that wasn't. Uh, it wasn't what's his name, Chris. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, yeah. I and and I'll be honest. I do not like this animation style. So the entire time, I was bothered by that. That was automatically a turn off for me. I don't like the animation style. I don't like, I don't know this again. This is heavily multiverse, right? It wasn't what if situations that weren't like all of these were kind of dependent on the multiverse thing, and it was just like, geez, like why couldn't we have a a street level one? You know what I mean? Like, there's so much stuff you could do. And honestly, yeah, like they just they just made Peggy Carter the main character again. I thought, yeah, I was that was a little strange to me. They did it again. Her and Doctor Strange, they just build everything around those two. Just like, I'm not as interested. No offense, I like Peggy. First Captain Carter, I'm not as interested. She was cool. She had some good moments. The last episode especially, but... Eh. And it, yeah. it honestly, like, it felt... I hate saying it, but it felt like a checkbox for the agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I remember Black Widow saying something to the effect of, Oh, this is how you get all these men to follow you, or something to that effect. And I was like, "Uh, all right, that's what we're doing." <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, and and I know, uh, Jordan, have you seen the the is it Kahari Kahari character? She's Apparently a brand she's, new character for this. Isn't she in the comic books though? No, uh, no, this is, no, no. I think they just created her, but I think this is the first time she's ever appeared. Oh okay, okay. Um, from what I th- from yeah, from what I thought, I saw like I thought she was that was her first time ever. Um, but I I will uh, well we'll get into it later. But yeah, go ahead. I I did like the conquistadors and you know I mean that was cool. Um, from a historic standpoint, but yeah, I just not a fan. 
Um, I'm not a fan of what if. I do not like this animation style. So that's kind of an automatic, you know, have points against it. So, yeah, um, I would give this, I'd give it a, yeah, I'd give it a, what did I, I don't remember what we gave season one. I don't know. Uh, we didn't, we didn't review season one. Oh, that's right. Um, if I did season one, that was probably a five. It's probably five and a half. So this is also 5.5? Yeah. Okay. Um, so for me, I mean, I definitely agree that this is better than season one. Um, I think Spencer said, like, I think this one had a lot less misses than season one did. Um, mm-hmm. There were some definitely some episodes on there that I did not enjoy. Um, Brendan, I think you said you liked 1602. Which yeah. I actually did not like that one, just because I like the comic, the comic version of sixteen oh two better, and so for me, I, I just want to pop on with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, they some of the episodes were, were really good. Like I do think, like the Peter Quill, like uh, that one was really good in my opinion. The one with Black Panther, not Black Panther, Black Widow and uh, uh, Sharon Carter, like I I enjoyed that one a lot. My I hated the Christmas episode. I hated that episode so much. Yeah. Um, but I mean, animation style, like Brandon, I know you mentioned it. I don't I actually don't mind this animation style. Like, it's not my favorite, but it's it's better than when Netflix tries to do their kind of three D animation style. Especially, you know what I'm talking about? With some of the anime they try to do. Uh, I think so. Like this, like, this animation style just reminds me of like Archer almost. Somebody, I was talking to somebody else, and they said they should go ahead and just do the Archer style. That's funny you say that. Yep. Um, but yeah, this season, I don't think I hated as much as you guys hated it. Um, but I also was just like not in love with it. So I mean, going and getting to it, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it a six. I didn't I didn't hate this one, but also I didn't really love it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think wanna... that. I think that I liked more season one episodes than season. I may have liked season one a little more than season two. Mm-hmm. I I I'm gonna have to think about it and maybe get back to you. But I I remember there were some things about season one, like there were a couple of those episodes that I thought were really good, and I feel like I felt that way about fewer of these. Gotcha. But let's, uh, I mean, we can talk about each of the episodes. So in episode one, uh, we have Nebula and the Nova Corps and a double cross and a triple cross and a mm. lot of, a lot of blue people. Uh, yeah. That was a weak start for me. So, yeah. It was, I don't know. It was cool. Seeing, it had like an investigative feel to it, but yeah, it definitely wasn't season like your premiere. Yeah, you know I'm saying this ain't no good premiere to life. This season yeah. two, you need to come with it. This is yeah. it just wasn't a good one for me. I agree. You can tell I, it wasn't in the mix of like there's a few episodes that obviously connected to we get together, where this one kind of I guess was on its own. So I guess they want to do it. Which first. I prefer if they're gonna do what if I prefer them to be on their own. Like I don't you guys I think they should be that. Yeah, yeah, Sharon is like the through the go through character. Like yeah. no, I don't want that. I want what I what do I keep calling Sharon. Damn it. That'll relate it though. But uh I'll let you have the first yeah, one. I don't want to keep, keep doing that. <laughs> I don't want to keep I don't want to keep like I don't want Peggy to keep appearing. Like I want them to be everything standalone by itself. No connection. Like I didn't I didn't want that. I do like her though. 
Oh, I like her. I like her. Um, yeah, I agree. But I don't want them to connect every three, four episodes out of the nine. No, I agree. I, I, I guess I, what annoys me a little bit is they're they're trying to play it safe while also telling us they're not. Right? Like, you're saying this is strictly MCU, so now you've cut out a ton of characters that people want to see, right? You, you you cut out the X-Men, you've cut out Fantastic Four, you've cut out, you know what I mean, a lot of people. Like, Spider-Man we, we, can't really show up. Yeah. No shame to his people. Yeah. Like, we can't have no any Eternals. of that. <laughs> yeah, we have to cut out a lot of the stuff. This would have been like, a really good opportunity for them to drop some Eternals in here. Because man, the Eternals, was, like, the, the Eternals lived through a bunch of time periods. So facts. There could have been an Eternal in every episode. Really what, what if they would have been like, um, what if we handled the giant space thing that's hanging out of Earth? <laughs> what if we handled that? <laughs> yeah. that what, if we, what if we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my thing, bro. It's like, they didn't like, you could do a what if episode with just ce- with Celestials and like the stuff they've been doing, the wild shit they do to people or Galactus yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or Silver Surfer, Thanos, like follow Thanos. On a planet fight, I don't know, but like, there's just so much more creative stuff where they thought, okay, we have to keep it MCU for the most part. We, we're gonna add this little character over here to make people happy. But because I will say, like, there were some aspects of the stories that were good, like Ronan the Accuser overthrowing Thanos is a good what if situation. Yeah, but we never talked about it. Right. Like, that was almost irrelevant because it being Ronan didn't matter. Like it could have still been Thanos and the same thing could add. Like th- that nice. made no difference in this story, but yeah. that whole thing and how that could have changed the trajectory of so many lives is, um, you know, something I think we could have, you know, spent more time on. Like, I think it could have been executed a little better and it's not that I have anything against Nebula, but I did not give a fuck about that story. <laughs> I did not either. As I said, this was a weak first episode. So in the second episode, um, we have, you know, Peter Quill. And I want to say when Peggy saw Bucky, she was shooketh. Yeah, yeah she, was. She, was, she was shook. Yeah. And I'm glad that, yeah, that was, it was interesting because at first I didn't know this episode was going to take place in the 80s. Like I didn't know it was going to be a young Peter Quill, but I'm glad it was. You see Black Panther? T'Chaka? Yeah. I, I like that they, I like they kept it through. Like, it was a through line. Like, Hank was younger. Like, it was very consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, at a certain uh, time. What's, what's Tony Stark's dad name in? Like, he made a mention Howard. to, like, yeah, yeah. Howard. So he made a mention to have a young son. Yeah. Yeah. This was, I, uh, like I, I think this one was pretty good. This yeah. should have been episode one, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Like, this, Man, was, this is the this one. This is one of the ones that I like. And they yeah. had a Dr. Wendy in there. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, who the fuck is that? That's yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yep. Because when my, my wife uh, watched this episode with me, she was like, I have no idea who that lady is. <laughs> like, do you remember Captain Marvel 1? Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, I said, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, the lady, that the, that lady, that's who. I remember, I, I, I'll be honest, I barely remember doing the name, but once I saw the suit in the green, I was like, ah. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Peter was a problem too in this one. Like Peter was a Peter problem. Could not do anything. He was. Like, nobody can handle Peter. Yeah. It was. It definitely was. Um and 
Yeah, I, I I will say that was that should have been the premiere, like you said. Like that was a pretty good episode. Yeah, and then even bringing back Goliath, like I forgot that dude existed. <laughs> yeah, was it yeah. Ant Man Wasp two? <laughs> yeah, like when yeah. he first showed up, I was like, "Who is this nigga?" Yeah, at first I was like, I was like, Sam, like, I was like that don't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was like, I was like, I was like the only like black dude that I can think of that's not Black Panther that could be here is Isaiah and that ain't him. Right. Uh, th- th- they could have did a what Bro, if they could have did I rally exactly. Fire what if if he would have just stayed and wouldn't have got you know what I mean? Yeah, what if by the America government? Black. Oh yeah. my goodness. He's he's so easy to do a what if story completely. Bro. You know? Like they gotta they be missing out. He could have his own what if series. Bro, Kevin like, Feige, you gotta tap in, bro. I bet you let the other producers handle this. He's like, ah, I'm worried about some other movies. Like, bro, you gotta, bro. This is an opportunity to fix some shit that didn't land. You could easily, yeah. you could do the Eternals, Captain America. You could fix like throwing Miss Marvel in an episode, whatever. In my, in my opinion, we should not have seen any character from What If Season One. This should have been all different characters from What If Season Two. I agree. I agree. That like, made the way Watcher better. is the only person that we. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. But other no than one that, else yeah, should have like, returned. We shouldn't have followed anybody because I feel like the Watcher was like, yeah, normally you would, we wouldn't be revisiting things. I don't go back and yeah, except yeah. for it's like the we, entire season. Yeah, it's like we we <laughs> could have not done that. Yeah, but that's okay. nothing like you can you can have somebody pop up, but like in sporadic, like you know what I mean, little moments, but don't literally based the series off the same people we just watched the last series on like and actually the same people like not even different yeah. versions but like the actual that one yeah i'm like they're just go all the same people going through different what if scenarios and jumping from literally, universe to universe she could have been in there what if she all lost control like they, they literally have yeah. so many other characters they've introduced in other places they could add a moon Knight episode like come on man that's that's crazy yeah like there's there's a lot of lost opportunity here um so but all that said the second episode was still pretty good yeah Good that yeah uh third yeah, episode uh happy nah. hogan saves christmas bro nah. <clears throat> i'm gonna be honest with you this is the one i almost said hey brothers <laughs> i might have to just skip this one brother <laughs> like i i agree this is the episode where i said if i get another one of these yeah. i'm out yeah like if, if if I got another one of these, y'all would have got a text and said, "Boys, I, it's not <laughs> happening. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it." Bro, I, I assume I, this I, one dropped Christmas Day. I assume this was the the one because they started on the 22nd or the 23rd or something like that. I assume this was the Christmas Day episode. Well, yeah. I didn't need it. I agree. This was what if trash. Bro, they could have did a werewolf. They could have did a whole thing that they just did with the last. Now I'm just getting more mad. Like now I'm just I know all, all the characters they could have did. Yeah, like, by night. Uh, what's the man thing? This... Yeah, man thing. Like we could have got a whole thing on man thing. Yeah. Hey, but instead, man. we got to see a purple, uh, uh, happy Hogan. Somebody no oh, one cares about. No we do one not cares. care about Hoagie. Like, no one cares about him. And then we're gonna also, shit. yeah, well, yeah. I have a question, but. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? 
So this no episode, one asked this question. Yeah, this episode brings back the Gamora that we saw in season one. Um, because you know yeah. we can't we can't not have Gamora. Oh, that's another person who didn't reprise. That was not Zoe. Yeah, but, that uh, was so we got caught. But um, you know, Iron Man didn't make it back through the hole and just ended up with the Grandmaster, and it was just Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblooming. Yep. Yeah, start off. That's a good idea. I would say, what if Iron Man didn't make it back through the hole? They start off real good because it's like, oh yeah, what would have happened if he didn't make it through the hole? Yeah, and then they start doing Mario Kart, and then I'm like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Mario Kart. I honestly, I was, when he said, if what if if Iron Man didn't make it back, I thought, I thought we were gonna get Iron Man doesn't get saved by Miss Marvel in space. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, on that one part, yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah, that Infinity in, War thing? In, yeah, in game, yeah. Um, and I was like, hmm, okay, like that could be interesting. But yeah, they yeah they totally screwed that. Yeah, so we have uh, basically pod racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. It's it's super violent, and uh, Iron Man is like, that's not gonna work, and then. He saves Kulg, luckily, and then Gamora shows up and is like, hey, I'm here to kill you. And he's like, okay, let's not do that. And then, through the power of friendship, ain't no way, he is able to convince her not to do it. Yeah, ain't no way. He also convinced her to kill Thanos. Ain't no way. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing. This is... This they is a Gamora who's been riding with him since the beginning, right? Like she, uh, yeah. I I was like, oh, so you, literally through the power of friendship, you just were like, bro, they knew no, each other a couple days. Turn against <laughs> him, yeah. I was sent. Here. You are a job, and through, but again, the power of friendship. Yeah. It's uh, it's serious. I did like that we got to see Valkyrie, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, in the next one, uh, what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? So we open, and in this one, uh, it's just the New York fight, but instead of Steve, it's yep. Peggy. And Great value version. Like, Wait, this is one of. This is one. This one I like with Black Widow on uh, them, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the yeah, one where I, they I, go and find Steve in the red room and Melina. Yeah. See, I, I like the, I like all the, that red room stuff. Like they was lighting up, they was lighting them up with those little widow bites. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I guess one of the like logical things I was like, okay, what are we doing? Um, whenever the captain. And Black Widow were, you know, getting hit with them. It took a lot for them to take them down. Yeah. But yeah. whenever Black Widow was fighting the other Black Widow, she shot them with like one each. Yeah. And they were down. I was like, Oh, so, I didn't even think about that. I was like, So are are they? <laughs> are, are they strong <laughs> or not? Right. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because like when they, you see them, they get shot by one Black Widow, kind of like ow, like what was it? no one of them sharing yeah. or what was it like ow. It yeah, Peggy hurt. was like, ah, a widow bite. Oh, Peggy. I don't know why I keep calling Sharon. Uh and, and then yeah, like they had to they had to like hit her with a lot. She was covered in them by the time she went down, which makes sense yeah. because she's a super soldier. Whatever. Right. But 
yeah, Black Widow also, she had several of them in her. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, this episode was also pretty good. I like that Bucky was the Secretary of State. That was interesting. And, yeah, I was uh, lost. I didn't know who that was at first. Like, I think I, <laughs> I missed the first time he called him Bucky. So I think I missed mm-hmm. that. So I was like, bro, why do I keep going to this dude? Who is and this? That's the thing. They did that for us. Like, they very specifically said, Bucky Barnes. You like yeah. him called Bucky, right? Like, they, <laughs> like catch up. Come on. They, they, <laughs> they, they laid it out there. And I was like, I definitely must have missed it that first time. So the second, because the second time I saw him, I was like, bro, who is this? And then <laughs> and I heard him thing. call him Bucky. I was like, oh, okay. He definitely tried the power of friendship and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Like he was like, "Steve, it's me," and Steve was like, mm, "I don't care." And then <laughs> now yeah. I, I didn't care for the whole Steve and the armor. That's the part. Like I liked all the action in this episode, but when I saw Steve, I'm like, "Yeah, let me go and get up out of here." Uh, that, I didn't like. I didn't like him actually. And it was skinny Steve because my thought is, yeah, like why, why? But then I was like, oh, because if the suit is the only thing keeping him alive, then they don't want to put a Russian dude in there. Yeah, that's so. Nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the whole double cross because whenever he was just like, whenever he woke up and he was fine and he was like, Yeah, I'll take you there, I was like, mm, uh, um, that's, that's weird. And uh, yeah, turns out it was a double cross the whole time, but then again, through the power of love, uh, he's able to break out of it. What do you think is more powerful, the power of friendship or the power of love? We see the power of friendship more often. Mm-hmm. But uh but the power I mean, of love though. Honestly, different. they both do the same thing in most cases. Uh in, as long as far as like TV shows, like they're interchangeable almost. If you need somebody to rescue you and they got the power of love on the right and the power of friendship on the left, which one you like, grab my hand, who the one's in love, or are you going for the, your friend? That's tough. No matter who it is, man. It it does. I I guess like the correct answer is the loved one. Yeah, but again, the loved one might be kind of weak though. <laughs> but it's the power the power of love. So oh yeah, you're right. They'll be able to. You're right. Yeah, that gives them the strength, the strength, strength for anything. <laughs> but okay, yeah. So eh, okay, so yeah, they do it, and then uh, you know, the captain is like, "All right, let's hit the road." And Natasha's like, cool, let's go. And then a portal opens. And now Captain Carter is, you know, in 1602. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the start of all the nonsense. Yeah, and it, when that happened, I was like, I was really hoping we would be done with her. But I guess not. Yeah, she started this, to be continued. Yeah, and this was another point where I was like, okay, I, I, I see that this is going to be a it, it all ties together at the end and some some, yeah. of that, some of that nonsense that what if shouldn't be. Exactly. But whatever. That's fine. So then we have uh, what if Kahori reshaped the world and this one yeah, this one was just a completely different story. This was uh, pre-colonization. Mm-hmm. This might have been my favorite too. And uh, It's up there for sure. And that's the thing. We opened with Ragnarok. So whenever like Asgard was being destroyed, I was like, what's what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, like let me slid his sword across the thing. Like, uh. Yeah. Like Surtur <laughs> was yeah, he claimed victory. Yeah. And 
so the Tesseract was like, oh shit, I need to find somewhere else to be. Yeah, we get on out of here. Yeah, made a tactical retreat and then <laughs> landed, um, you know, in the U.S. of A. I assume. Uh, it could be Canada. I don't know, but this is the it North America. Say, with it being the con- conquistadors, I'm like it had to be south. But then it's like those are native people, so it didn't. I was that whole time I was trying to figure out what the hell are we. I I guess on a coast, um, so maybe I would assume the east coast, but may I again I assume either the Americas somewhere like it could have been like Mexico proper, or it could have been New Hampshire, or it so I looked been... so I looked up because these are the Mohawk people, so I just kind of looked up like where they originated from. Since the original homeland was northeastern region of New York State and extending to the southern Canada and Vermont area. Hmm. Okay. So they were I didn't know the conquistadors went up there. They might have. I mean it's off the coast. Yeah. Um so yeah, she's frolicking with her brother, and then uh, you know, gunshots are heard, and it's the white man, the conquistadors, and they're chased and she gets shot and then ends up accidentally finding the Tesseract and ending up in Skyworld. And she's immediately like, nah, I got, I got to go get my people. Like I, yeah. I can't, I'm not staying here. And dude is like, um, you can't really go back. So just enjoy yeah. yourself. Like we, when this, I, this paradise. Why are you trying to, when I saw the conquistadors, I, my immediately thought was like, yo, racist white people are probably pissed right now. They got to see this happen. They're like, this didn't really happen. They was probably I mean, pissed seeing this. We saw it in uh, Black Panther too. Conquistadors yeah. taking uh, no oh, more yep. spot. And they, they, yeah. and they probably was pissed in that part too. I mean, they're Spanish, so it's kind of a little different kind of white folk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, one of the things I liked that this entire episode was not in English. Yeah, I like that yeah. too. Like that that's how that should have gone. And yeah. I also liked that whenever uh whenever she rolled up on the Queen of Spain, she was speaking Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh now I was like, whoa, whoa, how did she learn that though? The Tesseract? I don't know. That that that's the one I was like, well, it took me off for a second. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How she learned that. I mean, she could have learned it in real time. I don't know. Because I know that... Um, I mean, I whenever w- whenever the Conquistador leader was like asking them where the Forbidden Lake was, he knew that they called it the Forbidden Lake, but they called it that in their own language. So, yeah, I don't... I, f- I feel like they was looking at him like they was lost. They didn't know what they were talking about. Unless they were just playing dumb, but... Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that they... They probably used context clues, but yeah, they had no idea what he was saying, I imagine. But and then yeah. yeah, I imagine imagine like someone like coming up to you, yelling at you in a different language, you're just looking at them like, bro, I don't know what you're saying. Point a gun like, at you. Yeah, point a gun at you, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. You're just like, bro, I don't know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <that laughs> I'm is, like, that's tough. That is an unfortunate tough, reality man. that many knew. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. But um, yeah, so she's enjoying herself, and then when the white man shows up, she's like, see, this is what I was talking about. Y'all, y'all gone soft. So <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to save my people. Y'all do what you want, 
but if you are who you say you are, you will come with me. And they were like, but this is paradise. She was like, no, fuck that. <laughs> Our people are dying and I'm going to fix it. Yep. And so she does. And I'm like, you have the power of the Tesseract. Why did why were you defeated by a cannonball? But whatever. <laughs> it bopped her right also, <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. No, yeah, that was, she got hit with that motherfucking cabong. <laughs> also, so they were chasing those big old bees to get the fruit. And I, and then when we saw it, I was like, bro, it's like a rock. What kind of fruit is this? Was, yeah, that's that absolutely thing. rocks. I was chasing down diamond. Yeah, yeah. A diamond. <laughs> you talking about some fruit? That was funny. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, so she is able to save the people with the help of uh, you know everyone, and that worked out. I and I thought it was funny. Like they saw her and they were like, "A witch, kill her now!" <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That was that was the response, but yeah. Um, and I also love that she rolled up on the queen. Yeah, and like was that. like, and I, she was, was like, "Let me tell you something. There's going to be peace. Yeah, whether you were here or not, there's going to be peace. So you yep. can you can get with it. You can get the fuck out." I can I can imagine being in the crowd, seeing them people pop up a portal. You're just like, whoa, what's going on here? And then they like pick up the queen and like do some magic stuff. I'm just going to slide up out of there, like, yeah, I'm going go back yeah. to my house. Yeah, like, think about the people that like saw that and then just had to go back to working for the queen. And... <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you got you got to go get all the cabbage, and you're thinking like, yo, what am I doing right now? These are people with powers right now. I'm about to oh, die. Bro, the queen I served just got punked. Yeah, by a random chick. Like, what am you I doing? Say, you that, can't even say that you popped can't even out say of nowhere. Though. Like, she didn't. She didn't. Like, she opened a portal. Like, that means she I could be asleep, and that lady could come into my house at yeah. any moment. I was saying, yeah, they they probably should. Yeah, gotta be. They should have been because I'm sure they hadn't seen anything like that. Because we, you know, the MCU is a world where we're used to seeing shit like that. But like this mm-hmm. is. This is the probably 1500s, 1400s. Right. Yeah. Nah, they had never seen anything like that. I mean, just imagine but, seeing it. First of all, imagine seeing a person glow and then yeah. a person come out of a portal and then a person out here doing magic. I'm like, nah, this and is the devil. Not only that, <laughs> but it's it's a person yeah. that like I that don't look like me. So it's a person that's different. And yeah. back then that was a big deal. Yeah, they yeah, why you got culture? no shirt on, man? Yeah, like wh- why y'all ain't got shirts on right now? This is this is Spain. <laughs> Put a shirt on. That on your face. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, why are you blue? Yeah, I <laughs> I would have definitely been like, why are you glowing? Yeah, no, I would got up out of there as soon as I seen that portal open. I was just slid out the back. Like, this don't seem like it's gonna be a place for me. But yeah, the but... queen was like, I'm not afraid of you, and I wanted to say that was the wrong thing to say. Right. Yeah. But the team got punked. To... She's used to, you know, calling orders and, you know, being uncontested. So, whatever. But, yeah, not not a good look. So, then we have, what if Hela found the Ten Rings? This was my favorite episode. Mm. But, I think this whole episode should have been in Chinese. But, mm. whatever. Okay. Um. So, 
Hella and Odin are, you know, going on their, you know, conquering spree. And Hella's like, nah, we, why, why would we stop at the Nine Realms? We could take over everything. Mm-hmm. Everything? And Odin everything. was like, no, I'm done. I've used you enough. And so for your insolence, child, <laughs> banished. And so we see, you know, Thor was banished the same way for being, you know, brash and violent. Right. And, yeah, whenever she lands, she had no idea that she was without her powers. Like yeah, she, she thought she was about to work those dudes. She really thought she was about to do something. <laughs> but, yeah, she uh, she lands in China with Wen Wu, and, you know, she is... And Wen Wu's like, oh, you you think you're bad? Yeah, go ahead. Right. I'm going to let you... I'm yeah, go ahead. No, I think Win Wu got a, a a thing for people from other dimensions because uh, we see him in Shang Chi. He fell in love with her. Oh I yeah, Win Wu has a thing for powerful women. I think. Yeah, because the, oh, he fell in love with her when she beat him. Uh, the his Shang the other girl. Mother. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's when he knew he was in love. Is whenever he lost, and. Uh, like he like to be a, a sub. That's what he is. He's dominatrix. He's like this girl. <laughs> this girl beat me. <laughs> he must be my new woman. That's not what I took it as. Um, <laughs> I took it as him enjoying, uh, like him being attracted to power. Yeah, uh, that sounds like dominatrix, but not in a being dominated way. In a <laughs> combining for the sake of domination way. But nah, we got to see what if. What if XXX and then you Jesus know Christ. the uncut version? <laughs> All right. Um so uh but I was like this like, this one's good. I, I enjoyed this one too though. Yeah, so he was like, um, you know, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you ball out, it doesn't work, and then he's like, All right, let me take you to dinner. All right. Yeah, and then she's like, like step on my balls next. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm gonna just steal these ten rings. That doesn't work. But he's like, I like this one. Even though uh, she just you. tried to betray me. I, I think I told think you. I like her. That, that dude a freak, boy. I told you. Oh man. And so she goes to Talo. And in Talo, Heimdall is not able to see her. And so that's when Odin is now like, that one. I okay. I don't understand how he was not is he how he was not able to see. I think that Talo is shielded from everything. With the rings, maybe. I I, I don't think well, Talo is. It has a, to I be Talo is a realm that Talo. is shielded from. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess. I wonder Heimdall's how that works view. though. Like, like I guess, like because I mean, Hamdal literally sees everything, but I guess didn't he not see magic? He didn't. See, yeah, he can't see magic though. Soon because remember Thor, or any, Thor too. I think anything protected, anything protected by magic. Or, by magic, yeah. Yeah, like there's okay. So yeah, there's there's specific things sense. that he can't see. But yeah, um, since Talo is very specifically like a secret, you know, guardian type situation, it doesn't surprise me that Heimdall couldn't see it. But the fact that Heimdall saw her up to then, I would think he knew what happened. Right. Yeah. But okay. That's fine. So she goes to Talo and she's in there like, hey, teach me your ways so that I can fuck some shit up. 
And they're like, no, we'll mm. teach you our ways, but like not for that. Right. And then we realize that she, you know, is her issue is being controlled. Her issue is just being used as opposed to being free. And so once, you know, she has a little therapy session and they get that out of her and she's like, okay, now I can actually, you know, do this. So mm -hmm. this is a, this is a situation where, you know, therapy made her a better person. Yeah. So I wish she would have got the 10 rings though. I thought she was going to just up. So I thought she was going to get the 10 rings. Yeah. Same. Because yeah, when it said found the ten rings, I thought, but like Win Wu didn't have them yet. I thought, yeah, that that's, what, that's what I thought too. Just Dang. and honestly, I was hoping this was a situation where like she and Odin, you know, they fell out, and she finds the ten rings and she it pulls back up. Yeah, like yeah, that, I wanted that would have been, been good. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted, I wanted an evil. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want her to, you know, be righteous. Yeah. I, I wanted her to stay. I was like, finally, but <laughs> this was still a good story. Um, but yeah, cause you know, it, it had to be the MCU and, you know, good guys and all that. But, uh, yeah, whenever Odin thinks she's dead, Odin is like, Oh, okay. Now I'm going to avenge the daughter that I just banished. Now, exactly. did Odin know the Ten Rings? Because, like, to me, it seems like he knew, but in other scenes, it seems like he didn't really know about. Them. He kind of knew. Uh, Heimdall basically said they have a weapon that can kill a god, and mm -hmm. so I don't know if he knew. I don't know how much he knew about the Ten Rings, but I think he did know about the Ten Rings. Between this and the ending of Shang Chi, I feel like these Ten Rings are like something very important, something OP, because, like, remember, no one knew what the Ten Rings were in at the end of Shang-Chi, that, that post-credit scene, mm -hmm. when they're, like, studying it, and they're talking about how old it is, and now we're talking, like, Odin doesn't really know what this. Like, I feel like the Ten Rings are, like, it gotta be something important, but, hell, we ain't got nothing on it yet. I mean, they're, they're gonna hype it up. Yeah, I mean, we know that they cause immortality, because Wen Wu has been, you know, doing this for at least a thousand yeah. years mm -hmm. right and we know that they have allowed him to you know loudly or quietly take over the world yeah i wonder how much more we're going to see out of the 10 rings though moving forward i feel like they're pretty important in my opinion like they might be top three most powerful weapons in mc right now yeah and i mean the the 10 rings in the comic book i think each ring had specific powers that they it did. gave you but yeah, yeah these right. ten rings are just like bands that you can do whatever you want with. It seems yeah. like so, yeah. Like, because the way they're going up against Odin, I'm like, yo, these are if you think about it, like these are very powerful. Yeah, because Odin's spear was, I feel like that was better than Mjolnir, and the way that these rings was kind of just handling Odin, I'm like, yo, like these got to be top three most powerful weapons in the MCU. Probably. See but um yeah, Odin drops down and is is ready to you know kill China. And mm. then when Hella shows up, Odin is like, Oh good, you're alive. Join me. Come come back, come back home. And we can we can end this whole thing. And she's like, Absolutely not. 
uh, I've had enough of you. And so, yeah, they, they get to go one, but yeah, that, that spear. Yeah. He, uh, he, he showed us what that thing could do. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Hela showed mercy, uh, Odin abdicated and she, uh, you know, this is another situation of, you know, I'm in charge now, so there will be peace. Yeah. So now we have what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Um, this is the one where Hela is queen and she gets sucked into an incursion, and then Thor is like off with her head because she didn't take care of it. I mean, that bothered me. I was like, Thor, she just got here. <laughs> and now you're blaming her for this shit? She didn't, she wasn't here when this started. Right. And they were brother and sister, right, still in this one? Yes. Thor and Hela? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he called her my queen, and I was like, wait. But and he, he referred, became king? But he referred to her as his sister. Okay, okay. Because I got confused. Well. When he said my queen, I thought he meant like his wife. So I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? And then he became king. I was like, oh, okay, no, my brother. Game of Thrones situation, huh? That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was ridiculous. Um, and then we see that, um, you know, Scarlet Witch and Nick Fury are here. How Nick Fury's here, don't know. Not gonna, and why? Not gonna gonna get into that. I think so. Uh, yeah, true. The six, dude, I'm telling you, you guys should read the 1602 uh, graphic novel. It's pretty good. Um, I think that was far superior to this episode, but it's neither well, here nor yeah. there. I heard that so. has some uh, cancelable things in it, but I don't know. It, it probably should, honestly, if we're going to be. If it did, uh, if it did, I don't remember what it was. Uh, I mean, Neil Gaiman it was a... It's like, I don't, I, I assume you weren't bothered. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't think you're gonna be the guy to point that yeah. out. Uh, uh, but yeah, so she's a she's on the run now, but also refuses to leave because the watcher was like, "Hey, I can pull you out of here. Like, this world is yeah. doomed, and sometimes worlds just die. So yeah. you could leave." And she's like, "No, I'm better than that." Okay. See, I feel like Steve would have been like. You would have had to tug on Steve a little bit, but Steve would have been like, you know, logically, it doesn't make sense for me to stay here, right? No, I think Steve would have said, a world needs our help, so I'm going to help it. Like, I think Steve would have made the same decision. I don't know. I don't know. Captain Falcon would have got his ass up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what? I could leave? Yeah. He's like, wait, wait, wait. First flight. Yeah. Like, well, you're left. I'm out. Because, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, Captain Falcon would have been like, you shouldn't have let me go through that damn portal the first time. All right. That's like, funny. Anyway. He uh, catches strays. That's the word. <laughs> but, so she seeks out Tony Stark, um, who, it's so funny that she's just saying words, and he's like, yes. This made up nonsense. I love yeah. it. <laughs> like, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, I love these new words. These words you yeah. say. Yeah, these like these these like things you're making up. I love it. Keep it going. <laughs> I was like, that's yep, that makes sense. I love that. 
And so he's like, you need to find some thieves. And so they made Steve, Bucky, and Scott thieves. So here's my first question. Okay. How does he have shrink tech in That's 1602? What I because I mean... that whole, like, whenever the Yellow Jackets showed up, and mm-hmm. then they, like, grew, I was like, what? Well, if you think about it, these particles are always been out there. Even, yeah, pin particles. You know, so, yeah, pin particles are always out there, so maybe he just still discovered those particles. Just like, you know, back in the day, they were discovering stuff all the time. That's the only thing I could chalk it up to. Okay. Um, cool. It's a world of make-believe. I shouldn't be bothered. <laughs> but... Okay, so they run the heist, and Happy Hogan shows up. Second question, why does this 1602 Happy Hogan have the Purple Hulk shit that he got in 2000-whatever on Christmas? Yeah, because he he turned into the Purple Hulk thing during the big fight at the end. He did, when he got a mad... I'll be honest, I was in and out of this episode. So And uh, you saw you saw it like starting to happen, like whenever they got attacked in the treehouse. Yeah. I don't know if that was a treehouse, but it looked like a treehouse. Oh yeah, you're right, huh? Yeah, it was a treehouse. Yeah, he got mad. I mean, I'll be honest, this whole happy thing, I was just like, What the fuck is it? Like, what is this? Like I every time he came on the screen, I was like, Well, yeah, I'll bro, be they lost John uh, wasn't that John Farview? Like Fabro. Fabro. Yeah. Fabro, bro, they they love him. Well, and he's he's done a lot for the MCU and all that. I'm sure he was available. I'm sure so, he was too. I'm sure this was a situation of like everybody else, like we we got you for a day. All right, this is how many episodes you get. But yeah. he was like, ah, yeah, I ain't got nowhere to be. Yeah. So they were like, all right, we we can put you in. I'm I'm be honest. I just went back and looked at it. I missed that whole fight scene with Happy. I t- I was in and out on this episode, bro. I didn't even notice this. That's crazy. I thought it was a uh, venom at first, like a purple venom. See, if it had been a purple venom, I would have had uh, this would be a very different conversation. That's another what if situation. You could do so many what ifs with the, yeah, the symbiote. A symbiote? Oh yeah. Bro. <sighs> you could just Has have Spider-Man a symbiote what if. Like showed literally. up that's it. In season in, one or two? He no. was in season one in the zombie episode, I'm pretty sure. Was he? Oh, I think I do remember that actually. Yeah, I want to say he was in the zombie episode. Yeah. Okay. Pete but so, so, yeah. Um, they decide they're going to do a heist, so they just well, uh, the captain gets captured so that she can let Bruce out, and that was like, why did he have a metal mask? Oh, I, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. Or... When they first said the man who's masked, I was like, Doom? Doom That's is who I, I wanted too. it to be. I was like, I, I wanted it to then be Doom. Then they showed the mask, and I was like, mm, okay, hold on now. And when, then, yeah. when I heard the voice, I was like, okay. Yeah, when she said Bruce, but, I was like, damn it. Now, I want to know how the Hulk turned into this Hulk. Because uh, uh, Hulk was studying, I mean, uh, what's the name? Banner studying gamma, gamma? radiation. So, yep. in this world, is that radiation around or it could be one of those things that's always around i like, think yeah i think they honed it found out what it is studied it during that normal time and then now i think it's always been around but it is 
Interesting question. Who knows yeah. what he did to get exposed to it and then bathe himself in it? Like, who knows? And then also, how do they just know that the time stone is in the scepter? Like that—that's just com- oh. that's just knowledge that we just got. We just know that. I mean, maybe knew that the time stone was the key to finding out who the guy is who's causing the incursions. Like, I maybe guess Thor and Loki knew it. I say, or did did Wanda just know that? Yeah, Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. And also, did Loki have powers? He didn't show. Because it, and it's it looked like Thor didn't, and then he just decided to. Yeah. But okay. So they're at the court and the an incursion starts and I guess the incursion is looking for certain people because it only shows up where Thor happens to be, I guess. Mhm. But or I guess where Loki is maybe, I don't know. Maybe the incursions are looking for Loki and that's got something to do with the Loki show. I don't know. But it's revealed that Steve is the forerunner. He uh, ended up there on accident because he like hit the time stone. That was kind of whack to me. Agreed. Like, and this I, was and this was the this was the cap that like went back right at the end of Endgame. No, this is the cap that was fighting him in Infinity War. Punched. Yeah, like, they showed a whole scene about it. <laughs> he punched. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and then okay. he got teleported to time in a different time. Yeah, yeah. and that's why oh, that's he had, That's why he yeah, was the cap with the beard and everything. That's why I oh, first I was like, that's oh, why he had the, the like cap. arm shield thing. Yeah, but at first I thought the same thing. Where I was like, oh, this is the cap that went back to return the stone. That's what the they should have did. That's what they should have did. But I think. They either don't want to touch that at all, just because they never will talk about it, or they're saving it for future thing. I, I think they'll never talk about it, but um, I think that because, was because yeah, because Chris is out. I think is why it's not being talked. Because if Chris was still here, oh yeah, we need to we need to do something with that. Yeah, like that's a show I want to see. It's Same. just him returning the stones. Like that just feels like a fun time, but exactly. um. Yeah, we find out that that's the case, and then I guess he hits the time, like he's he's just teleported back to his own time, and then everything is fine. I think I so, man. I didn't explain it very well, but yeah, I think that's right. And then also, I don't understand how she's stuck there now because I guess like why can't the Watcher do anything for her now? I don't, I don't understand. At least she just keeps denying him. Okay. Well, okay, that's fine. So that episode was weird, but whatever. And then uh we have what if Strange Supreme intervened, so she's still in sixteen oh two, and Strange Supreme shows up and he's like, Hey, I need you to come with me. I can get you out of here. I don't know what the fuck Watcher's doing, but I, I can get you out of here. So he Did this episode the... also show an ad for y'all? My bad. No. No. This was showed an ad for me for Spider-Man. Like, what? Spider-Man movies. You downgraded on these Disney Plus? Or something? Bro, I don't even know. It's so, it's it, for like, I mean, when I say Spider-Man, I'm talking like first Spider-Man to come out. Bro, you like, it was Spider-Man? Yeah, it was, that was an ad for that one and all the other Spider-Mans. It was such a weird thing. I was wondering if that was just me, but okay. Yeah, I think that was just you. 
finish on Akio Kim. Uh, Strange Supreme shows up, and um, one thing that I I forgot to mention this, but one of the things that um I liked in whichever episode it was in, uh, there was an episode where Red Skull was an executioner. Oh yeah, that was last. Episode. That was sixteen. Wait. Yeah, that that was was 16 16 yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm we got, got 0. 0.5 seconds on the screen. Yeah, for 0. 0.5 seconds on the screen. Yeah, yeah, and I wish yes, we should have gotten more time with him. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. And I guess Talo teaches you how to airbend. That's what it. That's what I gathered. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> she was moving them leaves. Right. But, um, yes. So. Strange Supreme shows up and he's like, "Hey, I need you to help me with one person." And it was a uh, Kahori. Yeah, it was a girl. I thought it was gonna be Gamora. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was gonna be a Gamora again. I thought it was gonna be a Scarlet Witch. Because what she said, she. I wasn't sure. When wasn't... because because he said she, and because we know that Scarlet Witch is a universe buster. Right. I assumed it was going to be her. Yeah. Yeah. But Gamora also had the Infinity Gauntlet, remember? Or the Infinity. Yeah, she had the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Or did she have the armor from Thanos? I want to say she had had the armor. No, she had the armor from Thanos, right? In his weapon. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay. Never mind. That's what it was. That's why I thought it was her. But I thought she had the Infinity Gauntlet. I didn't think it was going to be Kaori. Uh, but because you probably figured, yeah, we're probably not going to re-see anybody that we've already seen, because why would we do that? So, it was her, <laughs> and she was like, Strange is a liar, and Strange was like, no, she's a liar. And then Strange was like, yeah, uh, she's right, I'm doing exactly what she said I was trying to do. And you would do the same thing. <laughs> and she was like, no, I wouldn't. So, next question, does Vibranium reflect magic? Because she was absolutely using her shield against fucking magic. And this is not just regular Doctor Strange. This is a Strange who can... Like, the Infinity Gauntlet wasn't an issue for him. Like, this is a Strange that's too much. He has (laughs) absorbed and shangs... Like, he's, like, steal your soul a bunch of shit. The shield, I feel like the shield shouldn't do nothing. I mean, it's a shield, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like... It's a That's shield. why I'm asking. Like, like what is, is do? Is vibranium able to negate magic? Because if it is, who? I don't think I didn't look at it as a magic blast. I looked at it as just a blast. I, you know what I mean? Like it was just right. a blast. Just, just an energy blast. So yeah. Whoa. Well, because whenever he was like, you know, whenever he was blasting Kahori, trying to like uh put her in the little cocoon thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like a shield shouldn't have mattered. It should have just still been cocooning. Because I would venture to guess that the Tesseract is more powerful than Cap Shield. And yet, her Tesseract powers were not helping her, but the shield was blocking shit. It was kind of helping her. She didn't actually turn into the little thing thing, right? I mean, she got it hit was, a few times. Yes, it was helping her. And, like, it, I guess, stopped her from, or it slowed it down, but it was mm-hmm. still happening. But. Yeah, it feels like the shield just was getting in the way because he did, he then just went around the shield. Yeah, he did. So the shield was obviously an issue. Who who do y'all think is more desperate to get the lover back? 
This Doctor Strange or Wonder Woman for Wonder Woman 2? This Doctor Strange. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, he kind of he kind of did destroy a whole he was a, universe. He was in millions of peoples. Yeah, he destroyed an entire universe by sucking the souls out of who knows how many creatures just to gain power. <laughs> and then he said, "Oh, I destroyed the universe that she was in. Let me abduct millions of people <laughs> from across multiple universes to bring that world back. I'm going to sacrifice them." Right. Bring the universe back so that I can have Christine. Like yeah. this is more wild than what Wanda did for her children. No, nah, it really is. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like this is uh this this is the the highest tier yeah. of that. But so yeah, he's yeah he's like I'm will I will I will burn this whole shit down to get my lady back. <laughs> right. And that's what he was doing. Like he was, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what he was here to do. And I so he must be fire. That's crazy. And so <laughs> maybe he loves her for her mind, Jordan. No, that's wild. No, 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 my mind, dude. That's wild. You literally, nah, you literally went through an entire universe <laughs> and thousands and thousands of people. Nah, that ain't that ain't their mind. That's wild. Let's just do tricks to get nobody else to do. <laughs> Maybe it. it's about more than the tricks for him. Ah, uh, that's definitely the tricks. That's that's tricking at his max. That's crazy. Okay. So, so she starts a prison riot because she knows that these people are going to be furious, and I'm wondering, like, they just started fighting fight each, each other because I was yeah, thinking I like. That- they should just be attacking Strange, if nothing else. That's what yeah. I thought, too. It's like, why do they just randomly fight each other? Like, none of them knew each other, so why start fighting? But also, if some of them were, in fact, you know, evil people that were going to destroy a universe, then, you know, they may have. Or they may have seen their enemy from their universe and been yeah, like, I hate beast. you. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, bro, they literally had, uh, uh, what's not Black Panther? What's the other one? Uh, Killmonger. Chaka? Killmonger. Oh. Bro, no, Killmarie got out and started fighting everybody else. I'm like, bro, why are you fighting these people? They got nothing to do with this. Mm. Like, I thought it was weird that they all started fighting too, though. Yeah. They should have just jumped, jumped, jumped strange, let them turn into Onaga for Mortal Kombat. That's exactly who that just... was. I said that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, just, just go from there, just beat a dragon ass, and you, y'all win. But yeah, this. Uh... You know, and that's the thing. The prison riot didn't seem to matter because they made it to the forge, and then Doctor Strange was like already there, and he had already yeah, started it. Background and he was characters for sure. Already, you know, teleporting people to drop them, and yeah, yeah so it it didn't it, it it didn't matter. the The prison riot didn't matter because yeah, he could teleport people. Yeah. So yeah, he just opened portals and just started dropping folks. And I guess none of the people he dropped can fly. And why did he even have to trap them if he could just open up the portal the whole time? Why he just drop them in there as soon as he got them? I think he had to drop them in there all at once. Or that was the plan. That was what he was trying was to do. Okay, it had to be yeah, all he, at once. Okay. He, had, he had to collect enough people to drop everybody in there at one time. Was okay. my understanding of that. Yeah. I will say, potentially the best part of the episode Seeing that tree at the end. 
The Loki yeah. tree? The Loki tree, yeah, right? Yeah, the Loki tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. That's what I thought, too. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, ooh, that okay. Dope. That was one of the few, like, oh, okay. You, you know, connected with something else. That's cool. Now, I did get a little annoyed because at the end of season one, we got the big stupid battle. And this was also kind of, in my opinion, this was also a big stupid battle. Oh, yeah. Like, it was it was kind yes. of pointless. Yeah, that's par for the course. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. So, I can a... say that there were three of these episodes that I at least liked. I liked the Peter Quill episode. I Same. liked the um, Conquistadors being defeated. Mm-hmm. Same. And I liked Hela and the Ten Rings. I like that one as well. I also like the uh, Captain Carter and Black Widow. I like that one as well. Okay. But I didn't like Steve in that one. Um, I liked... Oh, I enjoyed 1602. Um, I enjoyed the Hello one. I enjoyed the Peter Quill one. Um, Iron Man, I mean, it was, it was whatever. Um, and then, yeah, the Kahari one, uh, that was good. But... Other than that, it was mid. Like right. none of them were like none of them. I was like, "Damn, that was fire!" Like none of them, I felt that. Yeah, way. no. But we all agree that the worst episode was the Christmas one, right? Yes, I think we can agree on that because again, that's the episode where I was like, "Am I done?" Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I agree with Spencer though. This was a chore. This was a. Ooh, do I have anything? Bro, I literally stopped in the middle of watching this and watched Percy Jackson because <laughs> it was an episode I missed. It was <laughs> like, I'll watch anything. I, was, I, I watched, missed that whole part on the episode. I didn't even see all that. I watched this today. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I did not care about it, and I watched it because we got to watch it for you. But yeah. I... Watched the first two episodes yesterday and the other seven today for the podcast. Yeah, my brain needs a. My brain needs a. I need to watch a good ass show. Like I need to get my my palate right. You know what I mean? My yeah, palate. We got Echo. We got Echo coming real soon. Echo. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it starts this week. So yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, if not today, like tomorrow or something. I. I saw a date on it, but yeah, it here in a minute. Yeah. So yeah, that one, that, that should be a good time. It fucking better be. <laughs> yeah. So so now that we've talked about it all, are you guys increasing your scores, decreasing your scores, or keeping it where it's at? Five point five still feels right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my six. So much opportunity. In the first season, I liked the Hank Pym episode where he like destroys the Avengers. Uh, I like the T'Challa one where he's Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, I like the zombie episode. Um, and then I like the one where Killmonger like takes. Oh, I like that one too. Yeah. So I the Hank wait. Is it Hank Pym's the serial killer? Or is it? Yeah, it's Hank Pym. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. solid. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. So I I might like season one. You might be right. A little bit more than season two. 
You might be right. That's a hot take. From what I've seen, a lot of people have enjoyed season two. But I, I agree with you. I think we give it like another two weeks and it will might have to pop it in the pop it in the group. See what people think. Yeah. Give people time to watch it. Yeah, you're right. If anybody even wants to. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, is there anything else we want to say about it before we get out of here? What's uh you mind? I just I'm curious, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think they really do it a lot for shows. Um, because I think like, we tried to look at other shows and uh, they do they, it. You know, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so let me see what it is. So, what if season two? I can tell you right now, season one got. I bet you it's not gonna be good. I bet you it's not gonna be good. Uh oh. This is wild. Which I think, bro. Which I think season one got. This is wild. Based on your face, it's really high. <laughs> All right, um, I'm not even let you guess. I'm I'm gonna just get to it, bro. Season one from the critics got a 94. Season what? uh from the audience it got a 92. <laughs> it's wild. What? How many votes? It was over a hundred for the critics, over five thousand for the audience. That's weird, bro. It uh, must be children clicking the button too two much. So far, <laughs> has a eighty-six percent with twenty-one reviews and sixty-nine percent for the audience with over five hundred reviews. Damn. Maybe they were just excited for something animation. New, that, that's, yeah, that's wild. That's beyond why I've never no, <laughs> no, nah, never. I haven't touched what if since we watched it. Nah, me neither. And I won't. <laughs> yeah, I won't, bro. If it's nineties, that means I can go back and throw that thing on tomorrow and be happy. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Okay. I'd rewatch I'd watch Attack on Titan ten times over before I watch this shit again. But oh. that's not saying yeah. like Attack yeah, on bro, Titan that, is really talking... good. Oh I'm saying sorry, like something I, just, I don't want to watch. Finale. Something I don't want to watch versus something that should be in my lane. That's that's a bad that's a bad thing. I think gotcha. you just need one more episode of Attack on Titan, and then uh, I agree. Locked in. I, I agree. Why I bring it up? <laughs> Honestly, you no. Know, it's it's it really is that next episode. Like six is the one that locks you in. I've been watching Kev on stage. Uh, he he just went through the entire thing, bro. I love his reaction. Yeah, That's exactly how your reaction would be, Brandon. That's exactly yeah. how yours would be. Yeah, really good. You don't want to keep going. Um, okay. Anything else we want to say about the show before we get out of here? That's no, it. I don't. I once this episode ends, I will spend no more time on what if, and I'm happy about that. Same. Be on the lookout, guys, for some fun upcoming episodes we'll have coming out. Uh, it'll be a good time. It'll definitely be more joyous than watching this uh, product. Yeah. Yeah, I 100 agree. Well. We're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs> <laughs>